Welcome to In Conversation with Our Food Future, the podcast series that's amplifying a regional circular food transformation in Guelph and Wellington. I'm Ashley Cooper, Program Advisor with the Smart Cities Office at the City of Guelph. I'm honoured to be filling in today for Barb Sports and Truber. 10C Shared Space was founded in 2009 as a hub for community change makers and has been an important collaborator on many Our Food Future projects. Among them is Harvest Impact, a social finance platform that connects community donations with local projects designed to strengthen the local circular economy. In 2021, the City of Guelph approved a proposal for 10C to take on the operation of Guelph's historic Farmers Market building, and in late April announced more than $900,000 in new funding from the Federal Economic Development Agency for Southern Ontario. In addition to revitalizing the existing Saturday Farmers Market event, the funding will allow for building modernization and expanded market operations. I'm delighted to welcome 10C's Executive Director, Julia Grady, and Leanne McGray, the lead of the Farmers Market Transformation. Welcome to you both. Hi, Ashley. Thanks. Thanks very much. It's, re- it's great to be with you both. Um, I'll start off with Julia. Um, Julia, can you tell us a little bit more about 10C and 10C's role in the community? Sure. So as you mentioned, we were founded in 2008-2009 and Tensi is really like a community hub to bring together um, groups and organizations working on some facets of social change. And those can range from arts to um, technology to um, community um, social based work and also um, relate um, food carries through as, as a bit of a thread. When we kind of think of 10C, it like provides infrastructure. So we have some physical infrastructure in a building and we have a staff team that supports our members to work on the work that that they're doing. So we sometimes like thread through in between um, different groups with a, I'd say a pretty strong collaborative mindset of looking at what are the what does like the container for all of that need so that each of the members can be the most successful um, within. And uh, when I think of 10C, it's certainly um, an institution in Guelph that demonstrates kind of the art of the possible. It brings together (laughs) all this amazing energy and it's certainly, uh, it's certainly, it's such an important institution in the city of Guelph. This next question, Leanne, maybe I'll pass it to you. Um, Farmers markets have been cornerstones of Ontario communities for more than a century. Back then, they would have been one of the only ways to shop for food, but today we have many, many purchasing options. How has the role of farmers markets stayed relevant in communities? Well, I think people are really keen on knowing where their food comes from. And I think people are really keen on uh, meeting the person who's making or growing or uh, creating their food. I think that's really important to people. despite the fact that we have access to food from various different platforms online and big grocery stores and that big conglomerate type of buying, I really do think that farmers markets fill a need that people want to be attached to where their food comes from and where their community is getting nourished, for lack of a better word. I think they they want to know where things are, are being produced. And the whole local support local movement has really... Um, been a real support and a and a boost for local farmers markets because people don't want to support that faceless kind of business that comes from who knows where they want to 
support that person who grows in a farm down the street from their house or they want to support their neighbor who has a you know a great little sidebar business making tortillas it could be anything i think people really want to be connected to um to where things come from and be connected to their compute their community the the market has always been a community space for people to meet and chat and see each other and it would be their weekly sort of shop so that kind of nostalgia of collecting with your connecting with your neighbors on a weekly basis as you all shop together i think is really valid uh in this in this time and um you know, we've come through COVID where everybody's been trapped at home, coming back to markets now and being able to to shop out in the public and meet your friends and neighbours again has been a really positive experience for everybody in the in the market environment. Being cut off from the market for periods of time and, you know, being forced to do for many people, you know, click and collect, it's really it's that like that separation anxiety. People are just so hungry, for lack of a better word, to yes, get absolutely. contact with the with the people that produce their food. I guess that leads me to the question: how can how can a physical community space like a farmer's market um, become a hub for circular social change? And maybe I'll direct that at you, Julia. Yeah, that's great. I love that we kind of landed on the word connection. Um, and really, that's what community is about, right? It's um, people connecting with each other, people connecting to um, resources and even food that's grown in, in their region, and um, and people creating like experiences um, in place. So we call that kind of placemaking. And we've done been doing that for the past like 10 to 15 years at, at 10C. And then are hoping to kind of bring that to the farmer's market, being that the farmer's market, well, pretty fortunate that we have a, an actual physical building as our farmer's market that has a, a great um, outdoor area as well and is super centrally located. So the the work of Tensi is really going to be to kind of like activate the space on multiple days for um, multiple uses with a with food as a bit of a core and when we think of like a circular economy, like the best like examples of a circular economy are where like we're designing waste out of out of a system so that things aren't wasted. And the thing that like from the physicality of the farmer's market building right away, we're wasting all of those other hours. So how can we like use it more often is is one of the things we're addressing by adding other infrastructure, including a commercial kitchen that will help um, us use the um, the physical space. Um, for all kinds of different users and uses. And then when we think about even who is at the, the market, there's um, one of the threads with all of the, Ash, when you in introduced Harvest Impact at the beginning, Harvest Impact is building a social finance fund that can support both not-for-profits and for-profits who are working to basically bring the circular economy to life. And that could look like a regenerative farmer who's who's had an investment that um, helps them um, a harvest more food, waste less food, and bring more food to the market that then could be at the Guelph Farmers Market um, so that people can kind of see very tangibly what, um, what a circular food economy looks like and or what regenerative egg looks like so we're kind of hoping that we can use the farmers market to bring all of those things into um, into practicality in in people's lives I'd say 
building off of that, are there any examples like of farmers markets that you've been super inspired by when you were going through this process of like dreaming big about what the Guelph farmers market could be? Yeah, I think Leanne and I can maybe tag team on this, like our whole team, including community. So we've been, um, one of the first things Tennessee did was like create a kind of like an online forum where people could send us their ideas. There's like um, markets, small markets, and then large markets all across Canada that we've been looking at. Um, And I'll let Leanne jump into some specifics. The main things we're hoping though, is that the the market as a place has these multiple layers so that you can also have like a retail experience. You can have a connection with your neighbor's experience. You you could weave in um, music and arts um, and there can be like different activities that also happen at the place you know as your Saturday farmer's market. And I think, you know, Halifax, there's Wolfville, the um, larger markets like the St. Lawrence market, things that are that different people are changing in Kitchener. And we're trying to like um, thread together um, a lot of what is happening and taking our own, like creating our own vibe with it, I'd say. But Leanne is Leanne's like big part of Leanne's life has been markets where a big part of mine has not been markets. It's been more like place making infrastructure. So take it, Leanne. (laughs) I I mean, so many markets offer so many different things. I went to a market in Europe and they had an opera singer in the center of the market. I mean, it was amazing. It was and it was a little bit different. It was still a market. People were eating and chatting and it was right in the center of the food court where they had this fantastic opera singer. So why can't that be something we offer here on a regular basis? And and I use opera singer as an example, but we've got so many talented people in this city to come to the market and share their talents with us in all sorts of great ways. So yeah. there's just so many things that we could offer to so many people more than just five hours a week using the, the market space. And we're so lucky to have this great building and great location to use those those things and to, to really be... Um, an entrepreneurial space where we can encourage people to to do what they do best um, to help their community and and serve their their purpose of being successful business people. Well, I'm super excited to to I want to go this weekend now that we've been talking <laughs> about it. Um, let's talk a little bit about the funding. Congratulations! It was such a huge win for for the city and the region. Um, I know that there's some uh, investments that are going to go into the building, but could you could you tell our listeners a little bit about what they can expect to see this next year? We're, we're excited about the funding as well. And the things, the main things that you'll see, um, so this will come into play um, almost like by the fall, you'll see um, kind of like a new center aisle that has this mobile booth structure that lets um, vendors um take more advantage of vertical space and and um, we can get a little bit higher density of vendors into the space without um, blocking pedestrian and and um, physical pathways through because accessibility was like a, was is a big concern in the market and and we've got um, the vendors have we need we know that with the market we need to add more vendor booth infrastructure for for them to have a way to um be you know retail effectively so we're doing that kind of like right off the bat 
We're redoing um, a number of the more, say, permanent booths that are like around the outer rings, including working directly with, with all the vendors on what their infrastructure needs are. We're um, changing the front entrance. So the, one of the things about our farmer's market is at the beginning of time, like say 50 or 60 years ago, it was meant to be a temporary location for the market. And it became a permanent location. So there's not a lot of like um, fanfare at the front entrance. So we're hoping to have a big double door. You feel like you're welcomed into a space and, and that space is for food vending and, and farmer's market and community gathering and all of those kind of things. So um, uh, more doors, um, better doors, more um, nicer lighting at, at those kind of entrances and physical accessibility. And then um, the probably the biggest noticeable piece will be a commercial kitchen. So at the one end of the market that has um, the big windows right now and a bit of a gathering space, there will be a, a commercial kitchen that has um, a ton of equipment. It could be used to host like 500 person events on the inside and outside. And then we'll create more connectivity with a big roll up garage door style, style entrance into the kitchen so we can actually use the outdoor space for events. So I think we're really excited about more of the like indoor outdoor kind of like through fair that can be used to host other events and all of this infrastructure including the kitchen can be used by the market vendors some of them could be doing their prep there um, and some of them can also be doing their their cleanup in in better facilities we're still fundraising for other parts um, including right now we all know that construction is very expensive and um, and moving these projects along in a tight timeline is is um, costly. So we're still fundraising for other accessibility pieces, including adding um, a universal bathroom and more bathroom occupancy because we we need to increase the building's occupant load from like 200 up to the 400 500. So there's there's some other infrastructure that relates to that. What other community members will see though is that by this time next year the market market will have had we will have had a, a 300 person event we will have had festivals we will have had like special arts events um saturday market ideally is busier and there's um there's more um more and better boosts for for vendors and we've had a chance to try on what some of the new infrastructure looks like holy moly that is so exciting I can't wait. There's so many exciting things that are happening. I guess I have a question about listeners who are just, you know, want to jump on this train. So maybe Leanne, you can answer this. How can the community get involved? I mean, aside from visiting the market as a customer, what are some of the ways that community members can participate in um, this revitalization project? Well, we're still collecting ideas, so getting involved from a community standpoint with ideas. We've got a community meeting coming up on July, June the 11th. Um, people can still, um, sorry, did I get the date right? I think it's June 11th. We'll, um, we'll be collecting info and suggestions and hearing people's great stories about what they'd like to see at the market. That's a great way to get involved. Uh, we are also accepting volunteers for the market as well as for the 10C space in a whole bunch of different capacities to support. Um, we've got some new ventures coming on a Thursday. There's a Take Home Thursday event now that people can, you know, support the market by attending it. It's different from the Saturday. It's um, a CSA agricultural pickup 
point as well as some little sort of little mini market tables and vendors who who are new to the area new to business new to farming we'll set up some little small spaces for them so it's not such a big crush um, but mainly i mean you can support the market by attending new events suggesting new events hosting your event at the market it's a great space for small and large unique events teaching moments the kitchen will be available for for public rental, community rental, you could teach a class there. It's all sorts of interesting ideas. So I think openness and being open to new possibilities is is a big support um, for for the market in general. And to keep sort of for a person that just wants to know what's to be able to keep be kept in the loop about what's happening is the best way through social media or is there a sign up for a mailing list? Um, what's the the best way to sort of know what's happening? Yeah, thanks, Ash. All of that is at right now, tencarn.ca slash market. And then we'll be, we direct people to the different avenues. If you're interested in being a vendor, you go through the vendor intake. If you're interested in filling out the online form, there's an online form there that you can um, basically tell us your ideas and someone on the 10C team will connect back and, and see how um, they might be able to be um, put together in terms of the market. Wonderful. Um, so to wrap up our discussion, I'm just going to ask one, this question of maybe perhaps the both of you. Um, I'd love for you to share how your involvement in our food future and this sort of development of the circular food economy has helped shape your beliefs or habits or your connection with food and the land. Um, Julia, can I ask you? Start? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it's made me um, just personally like more... Um, viscerally aware of food and our connection to it and the land and all of those aspects that I think sometimes food has been so commercialized in different ways. We've been so far removed from it that it's hard to think of the ways that we can actually like affect change in the world. So very basically wasting um, a bit less food at home, buying more food, more locally, loving fresh or fresh greens like oh my stars like fresh real greens awesome and um and i uh, and connecting i think to like leanne really highlighted on this like the people who are responsible for growing our food like that is like the one of the biggest gifts that we need to like um to make work like it needs to work to be a farmer in modern society and food needs to be really considered as not something that is disposable like we you know we need to have a make sure there's enough food for all of us and when we're wasting food ourselves and in systems that those threads don't connect so being involved in our food future helps and it's really rewarding to help be part of little pieces of work that that support that like longer term change right because this is like a a big shift that um our food future and circular economy are are trying to like make um, real and practical. Well, and from the consumer standpoint, it's just, you know, being in Guelph and Wellington, having the opportunity to be able to support social enterprises and these like-minded businesses. There's like this groundswell of amazing places to buy your food and to know that yeah. person. It, it just feels like such a privilege um, to be in this community right now. Um, Leanne, perhaps I'll I'll shoot that question over to you. What are your thoughts on how, sure. um, how the economy has impacted your work? 
Well, I think, I mean, working in a market environment and a food environment shows us how much abundance there really is, but it also shows the inequality of, of what happens in our in our communities where there's so many people with food insecurities that we need to figure out a way to manage. There's a lot of people who go to bed hungry every day, and that's just unnecessary in this yeah. um, in this type of environment. So if we can help the people who participate in the market find a way to share their abundance with other people, or if we can find a way to help feed our community in a way that's affordable and accessible um, and help people stop wasting food. It's appalling how much food gets wasted in the garbage just from, you know, inactivity or or sort of um, a lack of awareness as to what to do with it. So if we can keep talking and keep that that communication and information line open of what we can do with this extra food and with this abundance and how we can support the people in our community that um, that need to eat, that's pretty important. So I would say that's a, a big piece of of um, you know, working within the the coil and the the circular food community of of less waste and encouraging people to, to you know buy what they need to eat, but you don't need to buy tons. You don't need to buy, you know, an excess of of big giant packaging of food. It's okay to just buy it in small quantities and and eat what you need and then give away the rest. Don't buy too much. That kind of uh, attitude. I love that you brought up the the thread of access. Leanne, because I think that's something that makes the circular food economy as we've we're bringing it into fruition here in this community. Yeah. It's something that's not front and center for all, you know, iterations of circularity that are coming to be. So um, it's certainly something special about our community and something that we need to keep nurturing because that problem is not going away. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, this has been such a wonderful conversation. I'm so I'm so jazzed about the work that you're doing. I'm so jazzed that Tennessee has taken on the farmers market, and we have so much creativity um, buzzing around. And it's spring, it's spring <laughs> too. So I'm just I'm just generally in a good mood. Um, I'd love to thank you both, um, my guests, Leanne McGray, farmers market lead and executive director of Tennessee, Julia Grady. Um, it's been a wonderful conversation, and thank you very much for listening. Thanks so much, Ash. Thank you. Happy to be here. I'm Barb Schwartzentuber, Executive Director of the Smart Cities Office and host of In Conversation with Our Food Future. Thanks for joining me, and if you have ideas for a show or comments, you can email us at foodfuture@guelph.ca. Until next time, take care. And let's keep the conversation going on foodfuture.ca.